the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Hallelujah. I just want to say something today, amen, before we get started. Amen. Today is Super Bowl Sunday, right? Amen. Amen. We have a lot of different ones representing whomever. Amen. Amen. So I want to do a shout out. Still a nation. Yay! Shout out for Dallas Cowboys. Shout out for the Dolphins. The Patriots. Yeah. Is anybody else? Rams. LA Rams. LA Rams. Yeah. Amen. And for the number one players on today, let's give a shout out for the Eagles are playing today. Yeah. Y'all mighty low. Amen. Come on now. Come on. They made it to the Super Bowl. Y'all might as well give them their hallelujah props. Amen. 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 Now. Let's give a shout out for Jesus. Amen. Now I'm gonna turn it over to Elder. And he's gonna give us some word. Alright. And right after Elder give us word and have altar call. We're gonna have Sister Robinson, Deaconess Robinson, gonna do give us a black history fact. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Let's give him a hand as he comes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, God. God is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, God. Well, I have you standing. Let's go into a word of prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day. Father God, we give you praise, honor, and glory because without you it would not be possible, God. Father God, we thank you for smiling down upon this place, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will continue to order our steps, Lord, that we have a mindset to continuously give you praise, honor, and glory because you are worthy to be praised, God. Father God, bless this service on today, God. Use me, Heavenly Father. Anoint me, Lord, to bring a mighty word to give you glory, Heavenly Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that I will decrease, Lord, and you will increase, God. And the people of God that hear me, God, will see you in me, Heavenly Father. Use me as your vessel, Heavenly Father, to bring this word, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, because it's all about you, God. It's not about us, God. It's not about the church, God. It's not about the people. It's all about you, God. Because you are first and foremost. You are Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The God of all gods. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Lord, Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank God for another opportunity to stand before you to give you the word, amen, to bring the word, amen. Thank God to our senior pastor, amen, the mighty woman of God in Jesus' holy name, God. Thank God for our overseer, amen, Bishop Robinson, amen, hallelujah, God. 
as he has to oversee all kinds of people and churches and, and different things. Amen. God continue to strengthen both of them. Hallelujah, God, as pastors praying continuously for the flock here in Jesus' holy name, God. Bless those that are online, that are watching. Amen. Thank God. Amen. For those that are on Facebook Live that are watching. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Thank God for all of you that are here on today. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Jesus, hallelujah, God. Amen. Thank you. God is a great God, a mighty God, a wonderful yes, God, a forgiving God, a loving God. Yes, hallelujah, yes. God. How can you not serve a God like that? Amen. As I said it before and I say it again, thank God that God is not like man. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Because once again, if we had the power that God had, many people wouldn't be here. Amen. Hallelujah, God. You just snap your finger and get rid of them because they done did you wrong or lied on you. Hallelujah, God. But how many people don't believe in God? How many people say that he don't exist and he still yet wakes them up every day? Amen, amen. Hallelujah, God. That's a merciful God. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. That's merciful and a gracious God. Amen. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Bless your name. He is worthy. We just sang the song a little while ago. He is worthy. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. And I like that the song say, whatever he's doing in this season. And don't do it without me. Hallelujah, God. Healing and blessing in this season. Don't do it without me. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Once again, I thank God for each and every last one of you. Amen. Know my baby look good with all that Dallas Cowboy stuff on. Amen. That's called representing your man. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. When I met her, that woman could care less about football, but you see what she got on. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Represent your man. That's the ride or die right there. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Amen. Amen. There is a word from the Lord on today. Amen. And I want to talk to you about doing the right thing. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. I want to go with a couple of familiar stories. Amen. But it's just, it's just something about it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name about doing the right thing. And we as people of God, if we call God our Lord and Savior, we are the disciples of God. We are God's representatives. Well, shouldn't we be doing the right thing? All right. Hallelujah, God. You know, I might step on a toe or two, but I'm about to ask a question. How many times have we been in a, a store, wherever the case may be, uh -huh. and whatever you pay for, let me just give an even number. It's, it's $5 or whatnot, and, and, and you give the... The cashier ten dollars and you're expecting five dollars back, but they give you fifteen dollars back because they mess around and for whatever reason rushing and thought it was a twenty dollar bill and instead of giving you five dollars back, they gave you fifteen dollars back. Say it, say it now. Are you Christian enough to tell them that you gave me too much? Oh yes. Right. Hallelujah. Are you gonna keep it in your pocket and walk out the store? Oh, Hallelujah, God. You know who you are if you've done that. And you know you're not right if you've done that. Yes, I know I'm stepping on some toes and breaking ankles on today. Uh -huh. Because you know good and well you represent Christ. And if you get all that change back, don't be talking about that's a blessing from God. Because it's not. No, it's not. That's a mistake. Come on. And do you know that that man or that woman can be fired because of that when the register comes up short? Okay. Because they have to check that register at the end of their shift. When somebody else come on at the end of the day, depending on what shift it is that they're on, they have to they have to count that money and it's supposed to come out even. That's a certain number they're supposed to have. If they come up fifteen dollars short, uh huh, then they go know that they gave somebody way too much money. All right, and somebody could possibly get fired over your greediness, and somebody could lose a job. And then they was trying to do the right thing by working. Now they resort to crime and stealing and being a nuisance. 
when they had a job and now they got fired and they need to make some money. All some right. quick money. Hallelujah, God. When all you had to do is say, no, you gave me too much. You can either say amen or ouch. Either amen. or. Hallelujah, God. That's for people in here, people that are watching, amen. Because you know who you are. Sometimes you get back too much change. But you need to tell people, no, that's too much. Amen. You ain't supposed to get that much back now. All right. Hallelujah, God. How can God bless you and you know you're taking something that ain't yours? Bless your holy name, God. All right. Hallelujah, God. See, I, that's what I'm talking about, doing the right thing. Yes, doing And yet, you want to go to heaven, you want to do things, you want to please God, but yet you're doing things that you're not supposed to do. As pastor always says, if you know to do good and not do it, it's what? It's sin. Hallelujah, God. Yes, yes. Bless your holy name, God. I, I, I know this don't feel good to some people. Amen. Hallelujah, God. But bless your holy name, God. But the truth is the truth. Amen. We as Christians, we represent Christ. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And, and the story, see, I like coming out of the book of Genesis. Amen. Many of us know the story about Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Uh -huh. Hallelujah, God. And there might be some that's online or some that may not know or some may not be too much familiar with that story. Hallelujah, God. But just to run it down, remember Joseph had several brothers and his brothers got jealous of him because they thought his daddy, well, his daddy did. The Bible did say he loved Joseph the most. Hallelujah, God. And that's a, a message for all parents. You shouldn't be showing favoritism toward no children. They should be equally loved. Hallelujah, God. But they made no bones about it. And him, his daddy loved him more than all of his brothers. Hallelujah, God. And, and remember, he made him a coat, as they say, of many colors. And he didn't do that for the rest of his sons, but he made one for Joseph. And his brothers was very jealous of Joseph. And they ended up, uh, uh, remember, they went out into the field and, and they, so one of them just came and said, you know what? The one of them wanted to kill him. And one of the other brothers said, no, nah, we ain't going to kill him. We're going to do something else to him and all of that. And they ended up selling his brother to some merchants that came by, sold your own brother for some money, and they took Joseph to Egypt. But when they came back, remember, they told his dad that a wild animal had destroyed him or something like that, and, they, and he, Joseph was killed. And naturally, the father went in mourning, Isaac, and all of that type of stuff. So nevertheless, Joseph ended up in a strange foreign land. But Joseph had favor with God. He had favor with God. Amen. And just to cut through a whole lot of stuff that didn't happen because he did interpreted dreams. He did so much stuff while he was there. We're just going to go all the way to the part where he had favor with the guy that was in charge of him. That's called his master. Potiphar was the one in charge of Joseph. And see, and it was a while Joseph had favor. He oversees some things and he was in charge of some of some things. Uh-huh. But see, Potiphar was married and he had a wife. And the word said that she had her eyes on Joseph. All right. Hallelujah, God. Now remember, at this time, this is Genesis. So the law wasn't written yet. Nobody knows anything about adultery. Nobody knows anything about fornication. Nobody knows anything about divorce. None of that was even written yet. Moses wasn't even born before when all of this stuff here happened, when the law was written. Hallelujah, God. So, so people are just doing whatever they do at that point in time. But see, in the book of, of Genesis, in the in the 38th chapter, and I'll just start at the, the seventh verse. Excuse me, Genesis 39, I'm sorry. Genesis 39 and 7. It says, it came to pass after these things that his master, to my Potiphar, that the master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. 
us grown folks, we know what that means. She wanted to sleep with Joseph. All right. And there's a lot of stuff that's that's going on in between that. But see, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that's is coming from a man, a male's point of view. Uh-huh. Because see, when you look at verse 10, it says, and it came to pass, but see, first of all, he refused. In verse 8, it said, but he refused. He wouldn't sleep with her. In verse 10, it says, and it came to pass as she spake to Joseph day by day uh -huh. that he hearkened not, uh, he didn't listen to her uh -huh. to lie with her or to be with her. Every day you come into work and this woman is after you. Uh -oh. Come on. Want you to sleep with her. Uh -oh. All these men in here, mm -hmm. might as well just tell the truth. You know how hard that is to resist something like that? All right. Especially if she's pretty and if she's fine uh -oh. and she's kind of cute. <laughs> and she's, every, it said day by day. That's every day. It didn't say every other day. Uh -huh. It didn't say once a week. Uh -huh. It didn't say once a month. It said day by day. Every day you coming into work and this woman is after you. Uh -oh. Won't you to sleep with her? But you know that she's married and she don't belong to you. Now you single, young and free. Hallelujah, God. All right. And this woman is after you like that. All right. My God. Once again, do you know how hard it is to resist something like that? And he kept telling this woman no. It got to the point where she literally reached out and grabbed him and basically said, you gonna sleep with me today. <laughs> But he pulled away from her. And as he pulled away, she had one of his garments with her. She snatched his garment off and he ran out of the house because he knew that it was not right. And he said, your husband trusts me by doing things in this house. Hallelujah, God. All right, I can't right. sleep with you. And once again, see, adultery wasn't even thought about yet, but he knew that it was wrong to sleep with her because Joseph did the right thing. Men of God, can we do the right thing if some woman is after you every day? All right. Hallelujah, God. You know, that was, I was a part of something one time when I was in Germany. I was just using some examples here. Uh, Bishop is married. And the young man right here sitting on the second row with the camera right here, our favorite minister. Let's just suppose that they just friends. The man on the second row is single. The man in the front row, Bishop, is married. Right. Now, let's just say that the man on the front row was cheating on his wife. And the wife found out about it. But she didn't confront him. She went to his best friend. And she's after him every day just to get even because she was hurt. And she know that if she sleep with this man, that her husband is going to be hurt. Hallelujah, God. But she was after this man every day. Every day. But he resisted uh -huh. for a while. He resisted for a while. And finally, lust and temptation creeped in. Uh -huh. And he messed around and gave in and started sleeping with the man's wife. This was going on for a little while. But then the husband found out about it. Didn't go to the wife, but went to the friend. All right. Got into it with his friend. Beat him. Broke his jaw, put him in the hospital, and everything. He said, I did it like that because he should have known better than to sleep with my wife. Uh huh. I was a part of that. I was over there. I, I seen this. I tell that story because I witnessed something like that. I witnessed that. That stuff can be dangerous when you sleep with somebody's wife. All right. People are in the grave right now for sleeping with somebody's spouse. Husbands and wives. Hallelujah, God. Amen. In the grave. 
You want to see how crazy your spouse is? I tell you what, you mess around and do something that, that embarrasses them, ashames them, something like that. Hallelujah, God. And there are some people in jail. Now, circumstances all depend about the rage of passion, whether you was had your gun right then and there and all of that. But if you had to leave to go get it and come back and shoot them and then you can go to jail because they said you had time to think about it and all of that type of mess. Uh huh. But some people, if they just happen to be strapped right then and there, they'll kill both of them. Right. Things like that has happened all because of sleeping around. Do the right thing. If you know that person don't belong to you, leave them alone. Hallelujah, God. Go get your own. Bless your holy name, God. Yes. But yes. Joseph did the right thing and did not sleep with Potiphar's wife. Hallelujah, God. And then she lied on him and all of that type of stuff and told her husband that he tried to get with her anyhow and she was basically fighting for her life and she took his garment and then he punished Joseph. But you got to read the story. It goes on and on. But nevertheless, Joseph still rose up from that and whatnot. But I was just trying to get to that point. How this man got lied on. Do it sound familiar about our Lord and Savior? How our Lord and Savior got lied on right. and whatnot and got beat all night and all of that type of stuff? Uh -huh. Hallelujah, God. Bless uh, Jesus' holy name, God. Do the right thing. That's an enormous amount of temptation. Uh -huh. But yet he resisted because he was highly favored of God and he knew what he was supposed to do. Hallelujah, God. But see, I'm going to Say something else about it in the book of Proverbs about, see, because if you're doing what you're supposed to do, have you ever had anybody to lie on you or do your own? All right. You got to say it. What if somebody did something wrong to you and you knew that you was innocent, possibly got you fired from your job, possibly got you suspended for a few days, now you're losing money or whatever the case may be, but something bad happens to that individual. Maybe a car crash, maybe a sickness or whatnot, and now they laying up in the hospital, do you say, now that's what you get for lying on me? Mm. Then you use that scripture, right. touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Right. That's what they quote that scripture now. Because now they laying up in the hospital or on their sick bed and almost near death. What do you do now? Will you be Christian enough to go to the hospital and pray for them? Even though they done lied on you and got you fired. Okay. Even though they done lied on you and got you suspended. Will you go see them in the hospital? Will you pray for them? Hallelujah, God. Let me tell you what the book of Proverbs says. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 17 and 18, it says, Rejoice not when thine enemy falls. Come on. And let not thine heart be glad when he stumbles. Uh -huh. Lest the Lord see it and it, displease, and it displeases him And he turn away his wrath on him See the Lord don't like For you be doing tit for tat Just because somebody have done you wrong You don't laugh at their calamity Or their shortcomings Because it say it can displease the Lord Hallelujah God You got to do the right thing Nobody never said walking this Christian walk was easy You got to do things that what most people Never would think of doing. So most people would never dream of doing. You got to forgive people when they don't forgive you. Hallelujah, God. You got to forgive people when they do you wrong in Jesus' holy name, God. I'm not saying that's easy, but you got to find it in your heart to do so. All right. Because don't forget, Jesus himself said that how can I forgive you if you can't forgive them? All right. So that's just not think you just go waltz up into heaven mm -hmm. on judgment day. Uh-huh. Knowing that you have some unforgiveness in your heart because somebody done done you wrong. Hallelujah, God. Amen. As we said it, we said once, we said it a thousand times. 
Do not get tricked by the devil knows my heart. Hallelujah, God. Because we quit to say that, that the devil knows my, that God knows my heart. Don't be quick. Don't let the devil fool you by saying that God knows my heart. Hallelujah, God. God put that heart in you. He knows all about your heart. And he knows that you are strong enough to forgive if you'll just do it. He ain't going to make you do it, but you got to do that. Hallelujah, God. Right. You got to do the right thing, saints of God. Amen. As Christians, as men and women of God yeah. who follow Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Nobody said this Christian walk would be easy. Hallelujah, right. God. If there's somebody you have at your job that you don't care for too much, you got to pray for that thing. Amen. And God will bless your heart. I'm not saying you got to take. I'm out to lunch and all of that type of stuff, but you've got to find some forgiveness in your heart because some people are just messy. Some people just keep stuff started and you want to be around on that foolishness and maybe they didn't say something about you, but you've got to ask God to forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know no better. Didn't Jesus say that? Forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. Hallelujah, God. You've got to do that, saints. We have got to do the right thing as being Christians. Hallelujah, God. I've often said before about um, remember it was some years ago when I believe an armored truck was stolen and it was off a of bluff road and it was out in the woods somewhere hallelujah God and naturally some people came up on it and the truck still got full of money in there uh -oh. now what what are you doing a federal vehicle is abandoned and it's full of money federal vehicle and you walk up on it <laughs> deep in the woods somewhere because they were doing something that was stolen doing something they had no business doing but it still got money. What you gonna do, saints? Take a pocket full, get all you can grab and go out because you can't grab all of it. Hallelujah, God. Are you gonna call the police and tell them there's a truck over here full of money? As soon as you do that, yeah, and everybody gonna call you the biggest fool that ever lived. It's a truck with millions of dollars in it and you done call the police for them to come seize it. Hallelujah, God. Is that the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? Well, that hurt, don't it? All right. That hurts, don't it? But see, the people that did find it, they ended up getting caught and ended up serving time. All of that. Now, you tell me, is that worth it? You tell me, is that worth it? All because of money. When the scriptures say the love of money, all right. the root of all evil, hallelujah, God. Yes, yes. How many people, how many, tens of thousands, if not millions of people, is in jail a dead because of the love of money? All right. Do the right thing, saints of God. Hallelujah, God. It's not hard to do. But see, you be worried about what everybody else is going to think. It was a man at the city of Columbia some years ago. I believe we work with him right now. And he's a man of God. In a storm drain. Found a suitcase and found a bag full of money. Turned it in. People thought he was the biggest idiot. Because he found a whole thing of money. And he turned it in. I think it belonged to a bank or something. Somebody stole something, they hid it, but he turned it in. He sure did. Didn't take not one dime of it, at least to my knowledge he did. But All he right. turned it in. He did the right thing. And seeing people like to question us as Christians, they'll, they'll ask us, well, well, what would you do? Sorry. And if you tell them you'll do the right thing, a lot of times they don't want to believe it because they think that money rule us. All right. And we're not supposed to be ruled by money because we serve God. And God says, you can't serve two masters. Did, don't the word say that? Amen. You can't serve two masters. I told you, I'm stepping on some toes and breaking ankles today. Hallelujah, God. They say you can't serve God and mammon or you can't serve God and money. You can't do that. Which one do you love more? We know the story about the rich young ruler. Had all of that stuff. 
And God said, he said, I done did everything. I done kept the word from the youth up. I done did all of this. And God said, give it away. Help the poor and all of that type of stuff. And he walked away sad. And that's why God said it's hard for a rich man uh -huh. to enter in the kingdom of heaven. Yes. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being rich and having a pocket or a bank full of money. Right. But the thing is, what do you do with it? There you go. Are you helping people? Uh -huh. Or are you selfish? Uh -huh. Remember the other parable about the man that had the barns and had all that he can get. He said he had so much food that his barns got full and I'm just big, bigger bonds and put the rest of my stuff in. See, he was blessed to have more than enough, but he said, I'm going to build even bigger bonds to put my stuff in. Bigger storage to put all my stuff in. Yes. And the spirit of the Lord came to him and said, called him a fool. Your soul is required of you this night because having all of that didn't want to help nobody. Hallelujah. Saints of God, if you have extra, you got to help you got to do things because there's people out there that need things. Hallelujah, God. Yes, yes. See, our bishop, how he has a, a heart for homelessness and all of that type of stuff. And you got billionaires and millionaires out here and it, it bugs at him, it tugs at his soul because I done been with him when he says that stuff. It bothers him. It, it should be more stuff done. There are some things done, but it can be a whole lot more done to house the homeless because, you know, some people resist that. Well, if you build houses on them, they'll never go out and work. They'll just have it made, but at the same time, who do you want to see sleeping out in the cold at night? Come on, or in the rain? Come or on. under a bridge and all that, that type of stuff because preach they have no shelter over their head. Preach it, preach. They have some things that are done, but it's a whole lot more that can be done. As they call it out there in Cal Skid Road, where you got either hundreds or even thousands of people just living in tents on the road, out there in the street. You got a lot of that out there. But there are a lot of people that are doing good things with their money. I ain't saying none of them are, but he did say it's hard because people will love their money and their possessions, whether they're sharing it or helping people. Hallelujah, God. And there's some selfish people out there. I got mine. Get yours. All right. Hallelujah, God. Say it, say it now. But yet, on judgment day, they want to make it in and just, just waltz up into heaven like it ain't nothing. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. You got to help people if you got it. Amen. Now, do I give a dollar to the, every homeless person I see? No, I don't. Every time when I come off the, the ramp or the highway, they standing there homeless and whatnot. I've given my share, but do I do it every time? I give in other ways. Hallelujah. I do things. Hallelujah, God. And then, But do I feel guilty about that? No, because I know I'm a giver and I've done things to help. And sometimes you just don't have it. Hallelujah. We're talking about a man of God that done put people in hotels that he done seen. He didn't did what he's supposed to do with money. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. How many of you would do that if you had it? Do you have a couple of extra dollars to put a, a couple of $200, $300 to put a family up like that that's on the side? You done seen husbands, wives, and children saying homeless, standing on the side? Hallelujah, God. Sometimes you wish you could do more for them, but you can't. All right. Hallelujah, God. But if you can, do the right thing and help people. Amen. How about just being a Christian? As I go, as I end with my last chapter talking about Daniel. Now, a lot of us, once again, we may be familiar with Daniel in the lion's den in the sixth chapter of the book of Daniel. Hallelujah, God. But see, you got to know if you don't know about the story about Daniel in the lion's den, see, there was, there was laws put out. There was decrees put out. Hallelujah, God. And, and it said that if, if, if you get caught praying, if you get caught asking for anything to any God other than our king, you'll be thrown in the den of lions. 
Now, how many of you know that if you get thrown in a den of lions, that's automatically a death penalty right there? All right. That's a death sentence Amen. to be thrown in a den of lions. But how about Daniel went back to his room, raised up the window, and prayed three times a day, uh -huh. and didn't care who heard him, and didn't care who saw him, All right. but prayed anyhow, knowing what the consequences was. He didn't bow down and just say, well, no, I can't pray. He did what he's supposed to do. As Christians, we always ought to pray. The Bible would say we're always supposed to pray. Daniel prayed anyhow, knowing what the consequences were. And sure enough, somebody heard him. And they made the king, see, the king had to sign a decree saying, yes, if anybody prays to any other God, asks for anything besides me, they will be thrown in a den of lions. And he signed it. So they got down. And they went to the king and said, did you not sign something that said, if anybody is guilty of praying to somebody, they'll be thrown in a den of lions. And he said, I did. He said, well, God, doggy, we got Daniel. All right, come on. And the king knew that Daniel was a good man. Yes, he did. It hurt him. But see, back then, he was a man of his word. See, he, he had to do that. See, he, he had to do it because it was already law. It was a decree out. And if you get caught, that's what had to happen. So naturally, they took Daniel and they took him and threw him in a den of lions. A whole, I don't know how many lions it was, but shoot, one lion is a bad enough can do all the damage. Come on. Because you can't beat no lion out of by yourself. You ain't got no weapon, no nothing. So imagine a den of them, five, ten of them, how many it was, it don't say. But put Daniel in that den of lions, and none of them lions touched him because the word of God says the angel closed the mouth of the lions. Yes, come on, amen. And they did Daniel no harm. Yes. Because Daniel did the right thing constantly and always doing the right thing. Nevertheless, the whole night went by. The king was all upset about it. He couldn't wait. The next morning he got up to go to the right. And they said it with a lamentable voice. That means he was like he was crying. He was sad. And he pulled back and he said, Daniel, are you okay? He said, Daniel, the, the man of the, that served uh, the man of God. He said, Daniel, the man that serves the living God. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Ooh, I like that right there. Amen. And Daniel's, and Daniel hired out. He said, "O king, live forever." That was something they said back then. He knew Daniel was alive. All After right. Daniel been in there all night, mm -hmm. he commanded that Daniel be brought out of there. And my God, what in the world do you think happened to all of those men that accused him? You about right. say it, say it, now say it. The king flipped that thing and told him. But not just them. He said he can't told all of them to go into the den of lions. Them, their children, their wives. And it says that the lions had mastery of them. All because they lied on a holy man of God, the whole family got killed. You might not agree with that because the children and the wives, but that's just how it was back then. They lied that the wives and the children had to be thrown in the den of lions. All because you lying on somebody like that. They know they couldn't find yeah, no wrong in this man. Hallelujah, God. But Daniel did the right thing. He was always praying and walking upright and doing what he was supposed to do. That's why the king felt some type of way when he heard it was Daniel. That's why when you live in according to the way you're supposed to be living, if somebody lie on you, they shouldn't even feel right about it. Uh -huh. There should be some about it they shouldn't feel right because they know you don't deserve to get the punishment that you're about to get. Hallelujah, God. That's why I say, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Hallelujah, God. How many times a bishop told us this story when he was in the army, how they lied on him? 
and he had to go to court and the trial and all of that. But you know what? It flipped on him. This ain't the one that lied on him. They the one that got dealt with. Right. And not Bishop. Because he did what he was supposed to do. A holy man of God living upright. When you do what you're supposed to do and people lie on you, it'll flip back. It'll turn on them. Hallelujah, God. Because you did what you're supposed to do. Never be afraid to do the right thing, saints of God. Never be afraid to live holy. Just that you might be the only one. That's why it says we're peculiar people. Yes. We stand out. Yes. We don't do what everybody else do. All right. You set that example no matter how popular it may be. Hallelujah, God. You don't join in on no foolishness. What Amen. anybody else is doing. Amen. Hallelujah, God. No matter what, you do the right thing. And you be that representative. You be that disciple that God called you to be. Because the word of God says we are his ambassadors. We represent Christ while we're here on this earth. We're his mouthpiece. We set the example. Hallelujah, God. People are always watching us to see what we're doing. Hallelujah, yes, God. Yes. People are always watching us to see if we go trip and fall because they just want to see so they can throw it in your face. Hallelujah, God. And don't let, don't ever let your past destroy you and make you feel guilty. Amen. They put it on, that's one thing I can say, they put it on Facebook all the time. They say, people always bring up my past, but they say that Jesus dropped the charges. Yes, he did. Hallelujah, God. Don't ever let, don't ever be ashamed of your past, because what you did is what you did. It's done and it's over with. And a lot of people feel, I need to hear that because they feel guilty about the stuff that they uh, used to do. Uh -huh. But see, that's the key word, used to. They used to do. You don't do that now. I remember when. That's what people want to say. I remember when. Mm -hmm. You sold more dope than the law allowed. But see, you ain't selling no dope now. Right. Hallelujah, say, say God. Now, I remember when. Hallelujah, God. When you just sleep with every woman and chasing all the skirts, but you don't do that now. Right. Hallelujah, God. All the liquor you used to drink. Oh. All the dope that you used to smoke and all of that type of stuff. See, now you're telling people to stop doing that. And now they're saying, I remember when. All right. Hallelujah, God. But I don't do that now. I've been forgiven in Jesus' holy name. And I want to see you make it in as well. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name. Because Lord knows I tell them all the time to, to stop all that drinking and to stop all of this. And hallelujah, God. Yes, I used to do all of that stuff. But I don't do it now. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. And I thank God for deliverance. I thank God for bringing me out of that. And I don't miss it, not one drop of it. I don't miss not one ounce of it. Yes. Hallelujah, yes. God. Because, see, I, I do things differently now. And I thank God because I'm a changed person. You know, like the old gospel saying, let it, he changed my hand and he, he changed my feet. Or I looked at my hands and they were new. I looked at my feet and they were too. Hallelujah. Because you are a new creature in Christ. Bless your holy name, God. Do the right thing, saints of God. Never be ashamed of the gospel. Hallelujah, God. Never be ashamed. No matter what. Always do the right thing. Even if you if you got to stand by yourself. Stand on the word of God. Even if you're all by yourself. But always remember that you are not alone. Amen. Elijah thought he was alone. And God had to remind him. That angel said that you are not alone. You got others out there. That don't bow down to Baal. That don't bow down to the false God. You are not alone. Hallelujah, God. Always remember, you always have Christian help. Call your brother or your sister, your brother and sister in Christ, and ask them to pray which. They'll pray for you and pray which. Hallelujah, God. Whenever you need something, bless your holy name, God. I got a phone call last night. Young man called and just wanted me to pray for him. Amen. And did it right there over the phone. 
If people know your lifestyle, they will ask you to do things yes, like that. Yes, they will. Amen. Hallelujah, God. If somebody know you can get a prayer through, hallelujah, God, they will ask. Hallelujah, God. We all be tempted. We all be tempted to stray. We all be tempted to go backwards. The devil don't care who you are. Like I said, if he tempted Jesus, who are you and I? Because he sure will come after you. As long as you following Jesus, the devil will come after you. They want to drag you back in the muck and mire, the mud, the same mess that Jesus delivered you out of. He wants to bring you back to it. Bishop, how many people used to knock out? All the time, always fighting, always doing stuff. When the last time you hit somebody with your fist? Can you even remember? Because you're a changed man, that's why. Last time you shot at somebody. This ain't nothing new. Bishop said all that stuff before, so I ain't putting his business out there. He done said all that before. God changed him, changed his heart around. Because the word says that the Lord will fight your battles now. Oh, yes. Hallelujah, Amen. God. It's just like I used to say, hallelujah. I told you, my wife had a potty mouth. When the last time you cussed somebody out, baby? Huh? It's been years. Right, right. <laughs> Drop an F-bomb in a minute. Hallelujah, God. Nasty mouth. I had it too. Like I say, ain't nobody forgot how to cuss nobody out. We just right. refuse to do that now. Come on, say it. We use other words now. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. Don't you thank God for deliverance? Yes. Don't you thank God for bringing you out? Hallelujah, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I know, Brother Patterson, you can say, I know you to thank God that God didn't have brought you where you were from. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord, would you be in jail today? Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. We all have a past. Thank you, Jesus. But it's behind us now. Bless your name. Like Bishop said, but God. Hallelujah. Let us stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. You've got to give God the honor and glory because of that. He could have left you out there. Oh, yeah. Could have left you on the highway to hell because everybody is not going to make it in. The word tells you it's a wide road to destruction. But it says only a few is on the straight and narrow. Yes. He could have left you on that wide road. A highway to hell. Straight there. No brakes. Downhill. As we say, busting it wide open because of your lifestyle. Say it now. But God saw fit for you to open up your mouth and believe in your heart and confess that Jesus is Lord. And repent of your sins and ask God for forgiveness. My God, he didn't have to do that, but he did. And thank God for doing so. My Lord, my God. Imagine what this world would be like if Hollywood nobody saved. Can you imagine all the foolishness that would be out there? Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Just, you just said it the other day, Bishop. God can find five righteous people in a whole city, a whole country. God can find five righteous people. Abraham asking. If you find 50, will you save the city? If you find 45, went all the way to five. If you find five, see, God said, if you find five, I will not destroy the city. And for many of us, we know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. It got destroyed. Translation, there wasn't even five righteous people among millions or hundreds of thousands. And you talk about saying God haven't destroyed this place yet. There's some men and women of God out here. There's people out here praising God. There's people out here worshiping. There's people out here magnifying God. Because if it wasn't, we would have been out of here. It's God's mercy and grace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Imagine if it wasn't nobody saved around here. My God. 
When you imagine the lawlessness, the crime, the killing, you would think that way now because of the mess that we see. Wars and all of that type of stuff. But it's Christians out here. It's people that serve God here in America and abroad overseas. People that don't even speak the same language that we do and they still serving the most high God. Before I pray, you, if you've been watching news of the people that's being pulled out of that rubble out there in Turkey, some of them people come out and they say, thank God. They praising God and magnifying God. Some of the people that's been stuck for four and five days and when they get pulled out, they give God the praise. They give God the praise. Who else did it can keep you alive with no food and no water buried under all of that concrete? Even babies is getting pulled out. Yes, everybody didn't make it, of course, and that's sad. But some people have been stuck for almost a week and still getting pulled out alive. And they say, praise God. Who else you go praise and give thanks to? My God. You got to wake up. As Bishop always say, wake up. Give God the praise and give God the glory because he is worthy. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you honor and praise because you're worthy, Heavenly Father. Lord, I thank you right now, God, because of who you are. You could have left me out there when I was drinking all of that alcohol back in the day, God. I could have easily crashed and died. Hallelujah, God. But you saw fit to keep me around, God, and I thank you for that, God. I could have got a hold to some, some bad marijuana or anything, Heavenly Father. But you still saw fit because you saw a future in me, God. As well as everybody in this place. And everybody that's online watching right now, God. They could have easily been dead. Could have easily been in jail. Could have easily had a sickness that they can't get rid of. But you saw fit for them to still be here, God. That's why we owe you the praise and owe you the glory and owe you all the honor. I pray that we always have in our heart and mind to do the right thing to please you, God. To please you. Not to please our husbands, not to please our wives, not to please our children, not to please our siblings, not to please our co-workers, but to please you, God. Because it's all about you and nobody else, God. If it had not been for the Lord, where would we be? Thank you, Jesus. Where would we be right now, God, if it had not been for you? Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we owe you so much. You do so much for us, and we give you so little in return. Forgive us, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive us, Lord, for not giving you all that we should in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you deserve it, and you're more than worthy in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray from this day forward, God, that you will continue to order our steps. And place in our heart and mind to give you praise and honor no matter when anything good happens. We don't take the credit for it. We give you the glory. When we get a promotion on our jobs, when we get a raise, when we get something good happens, we will give you the praise and the honor and glory. When we get a good report from the doctor's office, we will give you the glory, God. In Jesus' holy name. It's nothing that the doctor did. It's you, God. In Jesus' holy name. It's all you. And you alone. Because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and the God of all gods, the one true God, the Alpha and the Omega. In Jesus' holy name, we pray, amen, amen, amen. If anybody need in prayer, they can come up at this time and thank each and every one of you that's on social media watching this. God bless each and every last one of you. 
Amen. Thank you for tuning in. May God continue to order your steps. Amen.